Good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm slow-mo this morning. Hey, Marie-Pierre, Maria Mariano, Benji and Bella came in. For my friends on Podbeam that watch me on Zoom, say hello, Bella, to my friends. Yes, on Facebook. Yeah. Tell them how much I love you. Tell them how much I love you. You know, she eats, and then she wants to eat again, and then she wants to eat all day again. These dogs want to eat all the time. So, Maria Mariano, 38 years in multi-level marketing. I love, love, love my life because it allows me to do what I want, when I want, and to stay focused on the things that I have. Marie-Pierre, Marie-Pierre, I kept, I kept my covers, okay? I kept my lid of two inches diameter and I kept my lid of six inches diameter to remind myself that my life is strictly based on things that I have power on. So yesterday we covered my friends, um, our circle of influence versus our circle of concern. And people that are happy, people that are successful are strictly living within their circle of influence and understand the difference. So today I bring to the platform, hey Marie-Pierre, I bring to the map platform 38 years in multi-level marketing. What does that mean? That means why well, you hear my dogs with the dishes in the back, hey? Is that what you're hearing? My dogs? Yeah. Or, or my microphone, she's making funny faces at me. Okay, anyways, the dogs, you hear the dogs. Okay, so what I bring to the platform is 38 years, and I was sharing with Marie-Pierre and Jean-Philippe Jacques this morning in the pre-podcast. It's just amazing how a network marketing company can totally, totally shape our trajectory simply by understanding there's things I have direct control on. This will be the subject of today. Things I have indirect control on and things that I have absolutely no control on, like zero, zilcha. So today we're going to cover this. So for those of you that are wondering, we are covering the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And today's subject, mesdames and messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, direct, indirect, and no control. Yes, 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 our problems fall into one of the three areas. So we're going to have you guys do exercises this morning, okay? Exercises. You're going to have to figure out what are you putting in time right now that you have absolutely no control on. Okay, because I want to ask you today to 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 let it go. Let it go. It's part of your circle of concern. You can do nothing about it. Okay, but to let it go and focus on your circle of influence. Again, for those on Podbeam, you can't see me. I know Facebook sees me. I have two Tupperware lids in my hands, one of six diameters. With six inch diameter, which is the circle of concern, where there's a lot of things we are concerned about. But the circle of influence, those that I have power on, is only two inch in diameter. You need, I need, we need to live within our circle of influence. So what does it mean, direct control? Direct control means problems involving our own behavior, okay? Our own behavior. I get pissed off easily. Well, stop being immature. Stop getting angry quickly. Get over it. Okay. What does it mean? Direct control. I start things and I don't finish them. Well, it's about time that you finish what you start. Okay. What does direct control mean? I give you another example of that. I'm watch too much television. I have a direct control. Get rid of the TV. You know, I mean, 
push comes to shove, take it and give it away. You know, that's my dogs again. She's after a bone. Okay, hang on a second. I got to take care of the bone and put it on the bed. Okay, here you go, my love. Go on the bed. Okay. And you see, I have direct control. I take the bone, I put it on the bed. There you go. And problem solved with the noise. So what do you have direct control? I need you to think about it this week, this weekend, that if you don't take control, you will sabotage your whole life. Yes, the success of your whole life. Okay, then we have things that are indirect control. Problems involving other people's behavior. So think about your life and think about how many times you stopped yourself from succeeding or doing what you have to do because you're not handling well Example, the manager for who you work for. We have somebody in our organization, Rachel, that jumped ship. She went from one director team to another director team. First of all, it's illegal, so the account is going to be shut. Okay. But the problem is not the director. The problem is you dealing with the director. You know, you have a indirect control and the solution is never by abandoning ship. And the last one is no control. Problems we cannot do anything about, such as our past, or situational realities like COVID. What do you want me to do about it? I have no control. The government said we're confined until 8.30. We're confined until 8.30. That's it. So what is the proactive approach? Proactive approach puts the first step in the solution of all three. How, you might ask? Well, listen carefully. Direct control problems are solved by working on our habits, obviously within our circle of influence. These are the three private victories that we will be talking about in habits one, two, and three. So remember, we're still in habit number one. Today's subject in habit number one is direct, indirect, and no control, right? That's no control. These are the private victories, once again, of habits one, two, and three. Taking full responsibility for yourself. Oh my God, a lot of you after this podcast are going to be saying things like, God, I'm so immature. Yes, when you don't take responsibility on things you can change about yourself, okay, you know that you're, you, we are behaving immaturely. Deciding what you want and then to live by it, okay, this is direct control. What do I want, Maria? We have that prerogative in life. What do I want? The biggest problem and why we get upset with our husbands and why we get upset with our wives and why we get upset with people is because I'm not clear on what I want. Or if you're going to tell me right now, my friend Joan, you know what you want, but okay, then live by it. How many people say to me, you know, my priority, Maria, is my children. And yet their children spend 11 hours per day in daycare. How can you, on one hand, proclaim my children are my priority and then yet at six o'clock bring them to a, um, a babysitter for the babysitter to bring them to daycare at seven because daycare only opens at seven. And for you to pick them up, you or your husband to pick them up at six at night. I mean, how do we explain this contradiction in the same sentence? So decide what you want and then, my friends, live by it. 
Yeah, but you know, Maria, I need money. Well, you know what? Get a smaller house. Stop overspending. Get out of the six and a half. Go rent a four and a half. Well, you know, my kids, I want, I will, no, hey, hey, hey. My, my husband comes from a family of 22 brothers and sisters. There was one bedroom for 11 men and one bedroom for 11 women. It's not the end of the world. If, if that's what it's going to take to live according to my values, then that's what I'm going to have to do. But you can't have the butter and the money of the butter. Live by it and do it. It's that simple. And that's what it takes to make dreams come true, my friends. Okay, what about indirect control? Problems are solved by changing our methods of influence. This one, Marie-Pierre, I love today. These are the public victories. We're going to be learning public victories in habits four, five, and six. Public victory is success with others, a success in other teams. It's success with relationships outside of my home. It's the general success. They are shared victories. So, Yesterday, we had an amazing team meeting, but it's thanks to the directors of my organization. It's thanks to the leaders who put it together, Marie-Pierre, Geneviève. It's thanks to the participant. This is my indirect control, but I, having developed the capacity to work with others and share the success and not, oh, I wrote the best team meeting ever and I delivered an amazing team meeting and I, tra- I am so hot. Shut up. Shut up. You're just full of yourself. Nobody, nobody is successful alone. Nobody, 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 nobody. Nobody, okay? It takes hundreds of people for us to make it on top. And as we climb the ladder of success, we're taking hundreds of people with us. Have that humility to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like a thousand times a day if you have to. They are shared victories where you help and are helped by other people. We think win-win. Seek first to understand. I need to understand. Yesterday we had a situation with our company where the company took a uh, decision, but we needed to understand why the decision and then I I needed to be understood. We created synergy and we had the most amazing meetings of all times. Public victories are built on the private victory. So you need to understand there's no way that I can have a phenomenal relationship with Mohammed after 34 years of marriage and still call him my James Bond if I didn't begin with my own private victories. Marie-Pierre, there's no way I could succeed with my multi-level marketing business if first I didn't have my own private victories, okay? And there's no way I can deliver this podcast to you with so much passion if if first I don't have my own private victories. Does that mean there's no more private victories to win? No, 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 no. I still every day work on massive improvement of myself. Uh, but it's, it's a work in progress. It's like the Mona Lisa. It's a work, you know, it was a work in progress. This is what it's about. So 30 separate methods of human influence are able to help us with indirect control. Most of us only know two or three methods. So most of us deal with, I'm reasoning with you, Rachel. Okay. And if reasoning doesn't work, then I fight with you. And if fighting doesn't work, I drop the, the hot potato. 
Okay. But people don't understand. There's 30 different ways. So for me yesterday, when I was reading this chapter with Marie Pierre, I'm so excited. Like I'm saying, Oh my God, we're going to bring to the podcast, but more importantly to me as a leader, different ways to work my uh, relationships with you guys. So today I'm, I'm, deliberately going to learn with you new methods of human influence instead of constantly trying old ineffective methods of either reasoning, which most of the time doesn't work, fighting with you, or just dropping it because I don't feel like confronting it. So right now we're going to dive in with you, Marie-Pierre. Don't forget to introduce yourself and it's time to share, share, share. Yes, thank you, Maria. So I'm Marcia, I'm 30 years old. I've been an MLM for seven years now. And why I love my MLM is that I can really develop myself with a paycheck. <laughs> so that's the best thing of being in an MLM. So thank you for being on the podcast this morning. Make sure to share everywhere because we want to develop a thousand millionaire and we need your help to be more visible on every platform. So if you are on the Facebook Live, make sure to share with always a, a text um, at the top of your post because we see a lot of posts on social media. So you need to add a text why they should listen to the podcast this morning. And if you are on Podbean, make sure to share too and you will get hearts on the podcast. And at the end of the month, so Monday morning, we will do the draw for a conditioning program. So you will make sure to have something every morning to be on the right path for your um your day so make sure to share and to comment so thank you for being there and make sure to look at your um comments and people that like when you share because you can discover someone that maybe listen with you every morning and maybe it's someone that you can talk about the podcast every morning after that so you can master and not just listen to the podcast but really master what you learn every morning so yes there's 30 method of influence of course we will not cover the 30 this morning <laughs> because i think it will take an hour <laughs> just to talk about it so i, I chose a pen that i will cover uh, quickly this morning with you but i will uh, put the document on the group so inspirational group so if you are not on that group make sure to uh, go on the group to have all the documents that we use for the podcast so you can really learn and maybe do the exercises after that. So the first one I chose to talk about it this morning, it's exercise patience with others. Because in time of stress, our impatience surfaces. So we may say things we don't really mean or intend to say all out of proportion to reality. Or we we may become sullen, communicating through emotion and attitude rather than words, eloquent message of criticism, judgment, and rejection. Patience is emotional diligence. It accepts the reality of step-by-step -step processes and natural growth cycles. So exercise past impatience with others. Number two is distinguish between the person and the behavior or performance. While we may, we may disapprove of bad behavior and poor performance, we first need to communicate and help build a sense of intrinsic 
intrinsic worth and self-esteem totally apart from comparison and judgment. So that's the number two, distinguish between the person and the behavior. Number three that I chose is to live the law of love. People are extremely tender inside, particularly those who act as if they are tough and self-sufficient. And if we listen to them with the third ear, the heart, they, they will tell us so. So we can gain even greater influence with them by showing love, particularly unconditional love, as this gives people a sense of intrinsic worth and security unrelated to conforming behavior or comparison with others. So live the law of love. Number four, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I think it's the favorite of Maria. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely my favorite because if I look at my life, Marie-Pierre, uh, with Mohammed, let's begin with Mohammed. When I met Mohammed and we married, if I didn't seek first to understand, I would have been divorced today. It is so powerful to understand the human being in front of us first. So you don't bring false judgment. And then, of course, to love them for their differences and not because they are like us. Absolutely. One of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So, yes. It, and the, this takes courage and patience and inner sources of security. But until people feel that you understand them, they will not be open to your influence. Number five is reward open, honest expression or question. Too often we punish honest, open expression or question. So we upbraid, judge, belittle, embarrass, but the, uh, the others will learn to just cover up and not talk. So reward, open, honest expression. Number six is to admit, admit mistakes, apologize and ask for forgiveness. When it's, one is... It, yes. see, it seems so easy, eh, Marie-Pierre? Admit, uh, apologize, right? But it is so hard. But let me tell you, between not admitting and apologizing and doing it, I'm telling you, it is so liberating to admit. And I'm going to tell you, even if I know I'm not wrong, even if I know that that wasn't my intent, it was just your misinterpretation, Rachel, I still take the blame that I should have expressed myself better and therefore I am responsible. Okay, this ability to do this is part of number one, okay? It's part of direct control. I have direct control to accept that I could have expressed it differently so you could have understood. Anyways, meaning your capacity to do this will be the biggest liberator in your life. Okay, do not take this one lightly. I love that you chose that one, Marie-Pierre, and it's fun because I didn't know which ones you were going to choose out of the 30. <laughs> By the way, I have all 30. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because when one is deeply hurt, he draws back, close up, and puts us in the behind prison bar in his own mind. Even if you improve your behavior, that won't release you from this prison. Often, the only way out of, of, uh, of it is to admit our mistake, apologize, 
and ask forgiveness, making no excuse, explanation, or defenses. Just apologize. Yeah, and an apology is an apology. So, Rachel, I'm apologizing. I am sorry that I hurt you. That was not my intent, and I hope you can forgive me. This is an apology. Versus... Rachel, I'm so sorry that you misunderstood what I meant because that's not what I meant. What I meant was, shut up. That's not an apology. That's you trying to prove again that you are right. Understand the difference between the two. As soon as you start justifying, it's a called a fail. It is not an apology. Sorry, Mary Pia. Mm -hmm. I just had to underline that. <laughs> Perfect. Number seven, it's let arguments fly out open window. So give no answer to contentious argument or irresponsible accusation. Let such things fly out open windows until they spend themselves. If you try to answer or reason back, you're merely gratify or an ignite pent up hostility and anger. Yeah. When you and go my... quietly uh -huh. <laughs> about your business, the other has to struggle with the natural consequences of, of irresponsible expression. Yeah. I, I said to, to somebody, says, oh, look at what this consultant wrote me. I said, let it ride. You think I'm not going to answer her? Let it ride. Let it ride. It's irresponsible what she wrote. Okay. And if you answer to it, you're going to give it power. Stop giving it power. Let it ride. The fact you don't answer is the most powerful, powerful reaction you can have. Let it ride. Thank you, Manny Piaia. Don't feed it. <laughs> Number eight, renew your commitment to things you have in common. So continually renew your basic commitment to the things that unite you with your friends, your family, your fellow workers. Their deepest loyalty and strongest feeling attached to these things rather than th to the problems or issues around which differences often emerge. So give us some examples. What, what would you give as examples here? Um, if you never talk about something that unites with the person in front of you and you just talk about problems or issues, of course, <laughs> you can't influence uh, that person if you just talk about problems and never the things that unites it, us. Yeah. Example, me and my sister, we love cooking together. Uh, as soon as we're, you know, we're vaccinated, we can go back to, in the kitchens to reunite my sister and I because mm. men mentally, uh, I don't know if I can say the word in English mentally, but like our vision in life are so different. So what, what unites us is home cooking. You know, uh, with my children playing board games. So you want to unite, like get back to those basic things. J just you understand. Uh, gardening. Uh, you know, I, I fired my gardener. I fired my gardener because if you're going to do a half-assed job, I'm going to fire you, right? But you know what? I reunited with Mohammed through the gardening on another level. So sometimes what you think is a loss is actually a win. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, so understand, like, I love this. No, no, it's number 17, by the way. I have all 30 of them. <laughs> Just to remind you, she had already... <laughs> 
Okay, number nine, be influenced by them first. It means I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. Yes. <laughs> so we have influence with others to the degree they feel they have influence with us. So when another feels you genuinely care about him and that you understand his unique problem and feeling, he also feels he has influenced you. So he will then become amazingly open. So that's number nine. But for you to do that, Marie-Pierre, you have to remember, you have to be listening without thinking while Joan is talking to me of what I'm going to say after she finishes talking. Because I can't be influenced by you, Joan, if I'm not listening. But remember, everybody has something to teach us. So when you listen, listen, oh, I'll go back to the other one, with an open heart, with love, with the intention of saying to yourself, she will bring me something. He will bring me something. I love it, Marie-Pierre. Yes, and number 10 that I chose for this morning is involve people in meaningful projects. Meaningful uh, projects have a healing influence on people. However, it's what is meaningful to a manager may be meaningless to a subordinate. So projects take on meaning when people are involved in the planning and thinking processes. So yes. involve people in meaningful projects. Yeah. I, I, I did something that I shouldn't have done. I put my house to sale, okay? But I just, I'm, I don't want to sell my house in actual fact. I just want to see the value of it. But because my children are used to everything we do, they're involved, like literally everything. They were so upset with me, especially the young one, Yasmin. She couldn't believe that I did something without passing it by her. Okay, now this is my family, but remember, Marie-Pierre, it's like that everywhere. So think of, of an organization such as ours, how we work close-knitted together. Even sometimes I need to take bigger decisions. I won't ask all 200 directors, but I'm always going to involve at least two that I know I can pass it by them because if I'm absolutely wrong, I know they'll hit me with, no, you can't do that. Okay, it is so powerful. Now, I, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm joking. I do have all 30 of them, but Marie Pierre, tell them where you put them. I don't want to get anybody jealous. <laughs> so, yes, you will find the document on the uh, group, inspirational group, Les Millionaires If you are not on that group, I will put the link in the comments on Podbean and on Facebook Live so you can just click and join the group. Yes, and invite people to join the group. It is such an amazing group filled with so much good material, good material that helps us level up, helps us every single day to be a better version of ourselves. So to close off today's subject, so Maria, what, we ha what do we have no control over? This is simple. Problems involve uh, taking responsibility to change the line on the bottom, on our face. Oh, the only thing you can do on what you have no control on is put a smile on your face. That's it. Okay. So what are some of the things I have no control of, over? Uh, the COVID, I can't change that. Okay. Uh, another example I can tell you is that when my dad decided to marry, remarry, I have no control. You know, my sister and my brother... Uh, still today are involved in something that they have no control over. It's my dad's choice. Put a freaking smile on your face and, and let's be a happy 
a family together with the stepmom. That's it, because it makes dad happy. So I have a fabulous relationship. Uh, another example, things you have no control over. Now, Mohammed is Muslim. His dad, Shilali, is married. But the Muslim can get married up to four wives. So he decided to marry a second wife. Kaima, Muhammad's mother, was devastated when she was imposed that he was going to marry a second wife. So she left the house. She thought about it and went back to the home. She put a smile on her face and they made up a beautiful fat. And I'm telling you this from first hand experience. I went to Algeria. I saw this firsthand. Kaima is the, uh, the incarnated uh, example for me of pure love and what you cannot control. Put a smile on your face. And together they have a phenomenal, phenomenal family of 22, um, uh, sons and daughters, my friends, okay, the power to understand what you have no control on and genuinely put a smile on your face and say, amen, Lord, if this is the cross I have to carry, I shall carry it for you. This way, you don't empower the problem. You see, my brother and my sister empowered the problem in their minds because there was no problem with the choice of my dad. I think he's the best choice he could have made for himself. It's irrelevant what I think. And alcoholic anonymous prayer, I believe, is really the best one. Lord, give me the courage to change the things which can and ought to be changed. The serenity to accept the things which cannot be changed and the wisdom to know the difference. So whether problem is direct, indirect, or no control, we have in our hands the first step to the solution. Once again, for those that can see me, stay within your circle of influence. Get out of the circle of concern, changing your habits changing our methods of influence and changing the way we see our no control problems are all within our circle of influence. So guys, let's put a smile on our face this weekend. Let's revise. Let's revise. Ladies and gentlemen, what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing because I have no control? Okay. That's step number one. Step number two, what can I do to build better relationship with other people so I can grow and achieve my dream life? My friends, if we do not do this, there's no way, no way we will achieve our goals and our dreams. So have a fantastic weekend and thank you for joining us. From Marie-Pierre and me and the podcast team, Jean-Philippe and Sabrina, we say happy weekend to all of you guys.